0: June 3rd, Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 26. Dear Theophilus, In my first book, I told you about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he ascended to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions from the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and proved to them in many ways. That he was actually alive. On these occasions, he talked to them about the kingdom of God. In one of these meetings, as he was eating a meal with them, he told them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you what he promised. Remember, I have told you about this before. John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, are you going to free Israel now and restore our kingdom? The Father sets those dates, he replied, and they are not for you to know. But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive power and will tell people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It was not long after he said this, that he was taken up into the sky while they were watching, and he disappeared into a cloud. As they were straining their eyes to see him, two white-robed men suddenly stood there among them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing here staring at the sky? Jesus has been taken away from you into heaven, and some day, just as you saw him go, he will return. The apostles were at the Mount of Olives when this happened. So they walked the half-mile back to Jerusalem. Then they went to the upstairs room of the house where they were staying. Here is the list of those who were present. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together continually for prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. During this time, on a day when about 120 believers were present, Peter stood up and addressed them as follows. Brothers, it was necessary for the scriptures to be fulfilled concerning Judas, who guided the temple police to arrest Jesus. This was predicted long ago by the Holy Spirit, speaking through King David. Judas was one of us, chosen to share in the ministry with us. Judas bought a field with the money he received for his treachery, and falling there, he burst open, spilling out his intestines. The news of his death spread rapidly among all the people of Jerusalem, and they gave the place the Aramaic name Alkeldama, which means field of blood. Peter continued, This was predicted in the book of Psalms, where it says, Let his home become desolate with no one living in it. And again, let his position be given to someone else. So now we must choose another man to take Judas' place. It must be someone who has been with us all the time that we were with the Lord Jesus. From the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us into heaven. Whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men. Joseph, called Barsabbas, also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they all prayed for the right man to be chosen. O Lord, they said, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas the traitor in this ministry. For he has deserted us and gone where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and in this way they Matthias was chosen and became an apostle with the other 11.
1: In the book of Job, you know the story there. Job cries out in in understandable pain and he begins to demand of God an explanation for what is unfolding, essentially asking God to explain why is this happening to me, how is it that you're working through this, and he demands that the Lord of all creation explain himself. God begins to respond to Job in chapter 38. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that darkens my counsel with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me where were you when i laid the earth's foundation tell me if you understand who marked off its dimensions surely you know who stretched a measuring line across it? on what were its footings set or who laid its cornerstone while all the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy god didn't show up to explain himself God shows up and begins to pepper Job with questions. He's been listening to it for 37 chapters, and now he turns around and asks you himself. For 129 verses, God just throws out question after question after question of things that Job could not possibly understand. But all of these questions that God is raising to Job in those chapters point to a single truth. God revealed through Isaiah this truth long ago when he said, My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Remember how the book of Job ends? Not not the epilogue where he gets everything back. But before that, God appears to Job in the storm. Job has been challenging God for 37 chapters god appears to him in the storm and then god turns the tables on him and he begins to say well where were you when this happened can you explain this and can you understand that but at the end of the day god never answered job's question why is this happening to me job died never having known why i love how job responds it takes him a while but he eventually gets there I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. It is so easy to be content knowing about God, knowing what people have said about God and definitions about God and theology about God and doctrine and all of these explanations which have their place and have value. But if we are satisfied knowing about God instead of walking with God, then we will be disappointed. Because we need that closeness of relationship with Him. Don't be content just hearing about God with the ear. See Him with your heart. Don't just try to ask and understand questions with your mind. Walk by faith. And then you begin to see. This is the truth for all who have placed their faith in Christ and walk in him in obedience that you never walk alone
0: that is mysterium tremendum.